Hey, Caleb here. It's Tuesday, June 15th. Welcome to The Kevin White Show, formerly known as Audacious Generosity. This is the podcast helping you live, transform, and prosper in the presence of God. On Friday, July 2nd, Kevin will be sharing a powerful message from God's Word entitled, God Guides, God Provides. I hope you'll join us for this international live broadcast from the USA via Zoom, YouTube, or Facebook at 10 a.m. Eastern Time on Friday, July 2nd. Details at KevinWhite.us. We'll see you there. Okay, now here's Kevin with today's show. Good morning. This is Kevin White, and you're listening to Audacious Generosity. Caleb, thank you so much for that introduction. And I know our audience will not be disappointed today. We have one of my newest friends, Matthew, on the line today. Matthew, welcome to Audacious Generosity Show. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah. So you've been on my other podcast, Living the Dream. I'm sorry. It was actually Missions Changed My Life. Uh, and, and that was a great episode. And I am looking so forward to today's episode. Uh, you messaged me a couple weeks ago. You've got me in suspense for several weeks now. You said, whenever you're ready for the Audacious Generosity podcast, I've got some great stories of God's generosity to share. And that's what sort of set this in motion. And I was thrilled uh, about that. And I know our audience is going to be thrilled as well. So today is story time with Matthew. And uh, I just am grateful for you uh, being on the show. So catch us up. You've been to India how many times? Once? One one time. One time. Yep. And uh, God took you to a children's home and said, here's your mission. Uh, so go over to Missions Changed My Life podcast and listen to Matthew's entire story. We will link it in the show notes, but you're going to want to catch that because it shares a lot of his testimony and his trip over to India. And he and I have become good friends. He's been a great supporter of me personally, a great friend. Uh, as you know, I wrote a book, Audacious Generosity, and Matthew was one of the first out of the gate to say, yes, I'm definitely going to back this. Um, we did a Kickstarter campaign and he was a back there and he's been just a great source of encouragement all the way through this and and so now we have the podcast audacious generosity show and we uh, share out of God's word um, the call to open up our hands before God and to live generously because he is the giver and therefore we're free uh, to live generously uh, unto him as as he um, as as he decides what we give where and when, and there's just no limit to giving at that point. And so we also have a website now, generosityofgod.com, where people around the world are telling their stories of generosity of God. And so Matthew is actually going to share his story um, or maybe multiple stories. Matthew, what you got up your sleeve? What What's what's God been doing for you? Well, um, as mentioned in the the previous podcast, I, I went to India, um, which was just a just a matter of me saying yes, yes, I will do this um, to God, and so I went. Mm-hmm. I had no plan. I had no idea what I was in for, um, and I went. I, I didn't. I actually did not want to go. I resisted that. Um, if you listen to the podcast, you'll <laughs> you'll hear all of my uh, my humility there uh, because I've I've tried to 
I've exhausted myself beating my will into God's plan. Um, <laughs> and so well at some said. point there's a, a letting go, there's mm-hmm. a, a submission. Um, and, uh, as it stood, um, there was a lot of, there was a lot of need over in India. And, and part of our plan was to see if, um, we could help them be more self-sufficient. Um, and so generosity comes, um, from God through us. And that generosity is not always money. Mm -hmm. Obviously money is a, a tool, um, but he has all of the talents. He has all of the plans. He has the the cattle of a thousand hills. That's right. And so, um, while being over there, I, I talked to some men that could build a, um, water treatment plant and that would help generate some income. Uh, my wife and I prayed about it and we decided that we were going to sell our home. And the, so I guess, I guess part of telling my story really, really is, is life has been crazy for two years straight. And mm-hmm. I really have to kind of rewind mm-hmm. to the, the beginning of my submission is I had attempted to sell my home, um, which didn't sell in six months. The contract, you know, went away and, uh, after after a year, I had met my wife. We had gotten married, and we put our home on the market. And after a praying about it, that we could generate money by selling our home and moving into a small apartment, uh, we felt it was God's plan that that I don't know that would be it. So we put our home on the market and. It sold in three days for uh, for about twenty eight percent over asking price, wow. uh, which is very unheard of in this area. Hmm. And that twenty eight percent more than was enough to build this water treatment plant. Hmm. And we wanted to build a large uh, orphan home that was there. the The old one has we had we had way outgrown it. We had way too many children. There's a lot of need there. And so, um, I found myself not having the responsibilities of home ownership, no, no yard maintenance, no, you know, repairs. And I'm living in a, an apartment and I created a, you know, small workspace and, um, was able to, uh, pursue a lot of dreams and take engineering classes, um, in electronics engineering. And that was a time of my life that was, absolutely God's generosity of this, this time of accelerated learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and within a few months, um, I had designed a, uh, a knitting machine and wrote a computer program for it. And it was fully automated. It was basically a knitting robot. Um, and so that being God's generosity to me, we thought, well, let's see what what can this knitting machine do for the kingdom's work, and we were able to uh, actually knit um, over eight hundred hats in the in the period of about four and a half weeks, and that's about all I did was work and come home and knit hats. <laughs> mm. I was getting seventy and eighty orders a day sometimes, mm. um, and that built the uh, children's home. Wow. Um, so all of this and the currently the water treatment plant is fully operational and mm-hmm. the 
uh, Children Home is now uh, housing 44 children wow. and with permissions to um, be added on to for an eventual um, matriculation school mm-hmm. where the poor in the community would be able to receive uh, free uh, biblical education and the wealthy of the community would pay a tuition that would be kind of self-sufficient. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is that my heart was for India. Your heart is for India. And, you know, to me, that was kind of there. That's where I was. This is my thing. This is my task given to me by God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to commit to it. Um, but apparently that wasn't enough. Um, I have made a good friend now in Pakistan um, mm. and Pakistan is a very difficult place mm-hmm. um, for evangelism. And so my, my friend Arif is his name. Um, doesn't have a church. Uh, they've been kicked out of uh, home churches. Mm-hmm. They've been run off the streets um, by authorities and, um, you know, civilians. Um, and so he's been, we talk, we video call once a week. And so I, I, I sat in my car one day, uh, about a week and a half ago and I prayed and I said, God, if this is your will that I help this man, give me confirmation and carve a path. Mm-hmm. And this is n- nothing short of absolute and immediate divine confirmation Mm -hmm. because within 30 seconds of making that decision silently Mm -hmm. praying in my heart i get a text message um, from a woman named michelle who's actually my cousin who's a new believer and she is on fire (laughs) she is every day texting Mm -hmm. me with questions um and is really an inspiration to even me you know who has already been on this journey for a number of years Mm -hmm. um and she, her message to me was what she asked me what my address was. And so I told her, and then of course, you're curious why I said, well, you know, what for? She said, I was praying and I felt like God told me you needed money for something. And I said, so I explained the situation. I said, you have no idea what a confirmation and what a tool, mm-hmm. you know, for God this is. Um, and about 30 seconds after that, I get another text message from a woman named Angela who was selling some of those knitted hats for me, mm-hmm. um, in a neighboring town and said, I forgot all about some of the, some of the money that I have for selling hats. Um, and that was all within one minute of making the decision <laughs> that I'm going to help this man. Mm-hmm. So not knowing how much money I was going to need for a reef to build also an orphanage and mm-hmm. a church um, and not knowing how much I was going to be sent. Um, I still made the decision somehow, some way God's generosity will flow through me. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward about four days later and the, I was given 75% of what is going to be needed. Mm. And the other 25% came from the money that was left over from those, from the hats that was originally to go to India. Mm-hmm. Wow. Praise yeah. God. <laughs> praise, yeah, God. praise God. Within four days. Within. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Wow. 
Praise God. Hey, it's Caleb. Kevin will be right back. Kevin White is an international speaker and best-selling author who loves helping people everywhere to prosper in God's presence. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. As founder and executive director of Global Hope India, Kevin has traveled over 1 million miles to 27 different countries, speaking to thousands of audiences throughout India and the world. Visit kevinwhite.us for Kevin's books, one-minute motivation series, and podcasts. Visit kevinwhite.us today. For over 20 years, Global Hope India has been empowering the church in India as they make Christ known. Visit globalhopeindia.org and learn how you can pray, give, and go. Over 1,000 people have served on one of GHI's short-term mission trips to India. Now you can join a virtual mission team to India. Visit globalhopeindia.org today because everyone should have access to hear about Jesus. Okay. Now back to the show. I love, I love a theme that I hear through this story. Um, and God said, and God said, and God said. And as you know, I've been writing a book, my second book, on uh, Get to the Point and how every guidance and provision is available today, right now, in the presence of God. And you, without necessarily thinking it through, said, uh, I just sat there and prayed. And God said, and then, um, was it Michelle, the new, the cousin? Yeah. Yes. She said she felt like the Lord spoke to her and, um, and that that's how, that is how the great commission will be finished as more and more believers do what Ma Matthew and Michelle and a host of others are doing around the world and simply saying, God, what, what are you saying here? And, and how, how's this going to look? And, um, and you do it with such a heart of humility and surrender, like you've sold your house. You've already, you've already allowed God to squeeze the juice out of your orange and, and for his kingdom's sake. And so you're all in. And now he can trust you. And now he knows that he's got someone that is not going to uh, take the money and do things for your own selfish gain with it. Um, and, and whatever he puts in your hands, you're going to be willing to give it. And it doesn't mean he's not going to bless your socks off. Um, you're, you told me while we were going on the air that at any day now, your wife's about to have a baby. And that's just another form of God's generosity to you personally. In the midst of you being generous for the nations, he is being generous to you. Um, what else of this story would you like to share? If we actually can go on a personal note and rewards, um, yeah. if I can, if I can absolutely brag about God's true power mm -hmm. is, uh, there was a moment uh, a year and a half ago before we were married that I, I prayed and I said, uh, due to some conditions, my wife uh, was not going to be able to have children, mm -hmm. um, fiance at the time. And I said, it, this is your will, and and I've always wanted children, but I will surrender that to you, mm. and I will marry this woman that I believe is is part of your plan for my life, mm -hmm. um, regardless. And so the fact that we're having a child when it was never supposed to happen, mm -hmm. 
the, all the doctors, everyone said, you know, this is not going to happen. Mm. Um, and I, I married her anyways. Mm-hmm. And cause I, I felt absolutely that there was confirmation yes. and here we are within who knows hours or weeks of, of a child being born. Mm-hmm. We have no idea if it's a boy or a girl, mm. but wow. absolutely absolutely 100% a blessing. Wow. Praise God. So Matthew, you've walked the journeys very similar to mine. Now I've been blessed with three biological children before I went to India, but um, in, in my calling to India, um, I don't know if God took you to Abraham's promise, um, but God, God really spoke to me a promise about children and that I would have way more children than the three that I was currently fathering. And, um, and it's the orphans of India. Um, and to me, um, you know, I love them like I love my own children. And, and I've been incredibly blessed to, um, to, they refer to me more as uncle than dad, which is appropriate uh, in India. Um, so I've been very blessed to be honored by God to be known as Uncle Kevin to a lot of orphans throughout India. Um, and and so you having gone to India and part of your story is God said, here's your mission. And he showed you this children's home and told you to roll up your sleeves and get busy in his work um, and to let him be generous through you. And you've been faithful to that. Um and and yet you had to take a step that I, I didn't have to take in that you began to love other people's children as your own, uh, even thinking the whole time, this is, this is the extent of my fatherhood. And yet now God's blessing you with your own biological child, um, yeah. with you and your wife. What a, what a great gift from God uh, that is. Um, just curious, why, why didn't you do a gender reveal? Because we don't even know. I, 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 we're just, uh, I guess old school, I guess. I just uh-huh. want to find out. And um, not only am, are we blessed, obviously, with many children um, in India that we support and mm-hmm. we talk to daily. And I still, to this day, find myself sobbing, missing them. Um, sure. It's been very difficult with the, with the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but now uh, 36 children in Pakistan, <laughs> um, a stepdaughter. Yeah, a, a child. Uh, but not only are we having a child, uh, but we have a midwife who is allowing me to deliver the child. Well, I love the conversations with you because they're full of surprises, and God's just really enlarging your camp uh, biologically as well as the children in India and now children in Pakistan. I can't yeah. wait to see what country it will be next. But, and it's not that that God's going to exhaust you with uh, hundreds of countries around the world or whatever, but, but there's just no limit. That's the whole premise of audacious generosity is we move from being able to give what we can produce to being able to give what God can produce. And if audacious generosity, if God required you and I to be his slaves and to work and sweat in order that the only thing we could ever give is what we produce. There's only so many houses you can sell. There's only so many hours in the day that you can work. There's only so many hats that you can knit, Uh, but God's not limited by that. Yes, you and I work hard and 
And we do what we hear God telling us to do on a moment by moment, day by day, year by year basis. But to think what has flown through my hands and what has flowed through your hands uh, already, and you're just getting started. I'm so excited for you and for your wife um, that now you are uh, a, a part of his mission in Pakistan. Um, we we sort of locked ourselves in and not we haven't had any regrets, but we have heard the cries from Pakistan, you know, being Global Hope India, um, we really have geographically um, put boundaries around our call since God, we've sensed that God has done that. But you can't be in India and not be exposed to Pakistan and Nepal and even in Africa, um, the, the cries of the poor around the world that that we just have no comprehension of here in the USA. I'm, I'm blessed to hear. Yeah. I'm blessed to hear that you have this friendship with a pastor in Pakistan that does my heart good. Uh, and I have a lot of friendships in Pakistan uh, and certainly uh, have ministry of prayer and sharing the word and encouraging them. Uh, but our trips and most of our funding is, is focused on India. Um, because sure. that's where that's, the Lord's called us to. And that was, I, I remember um, it, when I began helping in India and I, I was just on fire. I'm just going to, you know, this is the direction I'm in. I'm just running towards it I, with, I mean, there really has not been any plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just been, yes, I'll, yes, yes, I'll do it. Yes, I'll do it. And, and there's been times where I've, I felt nervous and then it's just, there's a, 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 a peace washing over me. Because how blessed are we that every time that we are asked or tasked by God, he is not checking our bank account. Right. Mm -hmm. He's checking our faith. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, and there's obviously scripture just full of, of men who, you know, who felt they didn't have the talent. They didn't have the words. They didn't have the money. And Mm -hmm. that never mattered. Mm-hmm. That never mattered. I didn't. I don't have the might. I don't have the physical strength. Mm-hmm. And never once did God say, "Oh, you're not. You're not strong enough," or "You're not." He's saying, "You just have to believe. You just have to focus on me." Yeah. Just say yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I remember saying, <clears throat> I, "I built. We built a website, and the the words that came to me was love like fire. Mm-hmm. Right, a fire love that just spreads like a fire mm-hmm. out of control." Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember saying to my wife, I feel like this isn't just India. Mm. I said, I feel like, and I, and of course we created a website, mm-hmm. lovelikefireindia.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's already spreading. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what's next. I've, I had, you know, when it's revealed to me, it's revealed to me, but mm-hmm. we're, we're pursuing everything that is laid before us. Mm-hmm. And currently, um, Every time that we expected it to financially burden us and fully accepted that, I mean, we're at a point where it, it, we were loving almost, it seemed recklessly, right? Mm-hmm. By the world standards, we're like, you know, that's, that's crazy. Why would you do that? Um, it, but in the very end, uh, with full expectation of it costing us, it has not cost us anything. Mm-hmm. It's at some point, at some way. I want people to hear that. Will you please say that one more time? At the full expectation of it costing us, 
it has not cost us anything. I know exactly what you're saying. And I hope and pray, oh God, please let 100% of our audience know exactly what Matthew's saying. And if they don't, please show them what he just said. With the full expectation, it would cost us everything. It has cost us nothing. Because it's not based upon our bank account. Nope. And I love the whole love like fire. I can just imagine this this bonfire that you built over this orphanage in India and the embers of it just happened to land <laughs> over in Pakistan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the way fire spreads. Think yeah. of all the California wildfires and how they can easily get out of control. And it's just an amber that goes across the highway into a neighborhood and all of a sudden it's devastating. But this is a spiritual fire of the love of God. And I, I just love that. Um, I wanted to, to just share um, in the last chapter I just wrote in this new book, um, the, God just gave me two words because every the, the premise is every guidance and every provision we will ever need is available right now in the presence of God. And so the result of guidance is clarity. And I don't know if you realize it, but you are talking so clear-minded. You are not confused. Even, even if there's something that, that humbles you because you sense a burden, even then you're not confused about, cause I, 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 I've heard your burden. I remember before the money came for that um, water treatment plant, um, that was a lot of money. That wasn't just chump change. It wasn't pocket change. And there was a burden there, but you weren't, you weren't uh, confused. You just knew you were in a waiting room that God had put you in and you just had to wait on him to provide. And he did. Um, but the, the result of provision is rest. And you just made a bold declaration of just rest. It doesn't mean that you're not working hard knitting uh, hats, but it's fun. It's not necessarily that that you are losing your mind, losing your family, losing losing your your health, uh, and and all the devastating things that can come as a result of of uh, stress and ulcers and different things like that. Um, and and you're you're given a word of rest. Um, because God did this, like you put your house on the market and you got 28% over asking price. Yeah. I mean, that, that comes a as a result of rest. Like you weren't out selling Krispy Kreme donuts on a Saturday, having a fundraiser, trying to make this happen. Be and sometimes we have to do that. That's what God tells us to do. We go and do it. Yeah. But I just, I, I want our audience to hear that. I want them to hear that when God guides, you end up with such clarity um, th it's the absence of confusion. And that doesn't mean that we aren't still human and that we're dumbfounded, but we know God, God never is. Well, sure. There's, there's certainly been seasons to it. Mm -hmm. um, there's been seasons where it was busy and there's been seasons where you're, you're, you, I've lost my focus at times, you know, mm -hmm. and I think I'm looking going. I don't, I don't know how this is going to happen. I don't know if I have enough. I, you know, mm -hmm. and like you said, there, there's the clarity, you know, it's like, he's speaking right to you saying, it's not yours. This is not your finances. You know, mm -hmm. it's all his, mm -hmm. it's all his, and he's going to take care of it. We are, we are simply a, 
a vessel to his generosity. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Poured some of some of me out, mm-hmm. and then he overfilled me to the point. There's there's it has to go somewhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it started. I mean, it started with me pouring a little bit of myself out, saying, "I don't know how this is going to happen." And he steps right in and says, "I will overfill you." Yeah, and I will absolutely make up the difference. I want us to be raw and human in front of the audience because you're talking about a burden for India and then God enlarges that for this burden for Pakistan. And in our human flesh, it's perfectly natural to say, but God, what about India? Won't if I'm starting to focus over in Pakistan and I'm starting to 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 send money over to Pakistan, does that not jeopardize the orphans in India. And once you start living with audacious generosity, you know the answer is absolutely not. There's no limit to what God can do. And it's not a matter of us um, helping remind God to prioritize the orphans of India. It's It really comes back to us saying what you just said, it's, it's, it's not mine. Um, the money that God is entrusting is not mine. And so if he says, this is what you're to send to Pakistan, then you say, yes, sir. But, but walk us through any human thoughts you had. Did you have any, any fear or doubt or thoughts at all? Yeah, of course. Um, and that's the, that's the level of faith. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's, there's times where, where faith shrinks back and, and the enemy pushes back. And you think, All right, well, you know, India's not not fully, you know, fully done yet. It's not mm-hmm. the, where I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I have to let go. This is the fire. I remember praying one night and I felt like the words on my heart were, God was saying, the fire is already burning there. Mm. I can sustain it. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. the fire started somewhere else and I can sustain that. Yeah. And saying, you know, and, and then you, then you realize that part of, part of the mission in India was self-sufficiency. Mm-hmm. Why did I, why did that, why did God lay that on my heart for that very reason that, that you've, you've poured yourself into it and I have worked through you mm-hmm. in India. Mm-hmm. Now I have it. It's, it's mine. It was mine from the beginning. And it's mine when you move when you move your your focus and your energy to Pakistan. Mm-hmm. It's all his. Mm-hmm. And if that means we we start fires or we have to stay, I mean, everyone's calling is different. Um, but there's been times where I looked at my wife and said, "I I don't. I'm scared mm-hmm. because I'm understanding my willingness to hurt." us mm-hmm. to sell our vehicles you know mm-hmm. and he hasn't god has not asked me to actually do that mm-hmm. you know if we sold our home but the difference in you know and i remember um some when i told someone that i was selling my house they said a lot of people you know basically told me that it was foolish mm-hmm. that it was a foolish choice you know yeah. and no in those words, you know, the, the enemy can work through familiar mm-hmm. faces mm-hmm. sometimes. And mm-hmm. so when they cast out, you know, you think, wow, I have a family. I need to be responsible for them. You know, I built this home with my two hands. I have pride in it. Mm-hmm. And 
the more I'd realized that, the more I'd, I felt God saying, exactly, let it go. Mm-hmm. It's not yours. Mm-hmm. I gave you the talent. Mm-hmm. I gave you the money. I gave you the season that you lived and rested there. Mm-hmm. I will give you the next thing. Yeah. Um, and I remember telling one woman um, that we were selling her home. She said, I'm going to pray that there's a bidding war. And another man next to her scoffed. He said, around here, like that would ever happen. And I don't know anyone that has sold their home in the three surrounding counties and has ever had a bidding war. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm receiving text messages from my realtor. And he's saying, oh, this person offered this, this person offered this. And I'm just sitting there going, God is moving. On, you watched on it sit on the market house. six months. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing happened. And then the very next year, it just, in three days, I, I accepted an offer for yeah. well over asking. Praise God. Praise God. Well, there's so much that we could just preach all day long about what you're saying. Um, I want us to think a minute about um, let it go. Um, you've said that multiple times. And I really understand what you're saying there. And I just want us to teach on that just for a few minutes here. Um, the principle of just releasing it, letting it go. Uh, because while, while we, while we surrender it, uh, we're putting it in the hands of a God that can multiply it. Think about the feeding of the multitude. We don't know a lot about the little boy. Um, but we somehow find out that this little boy, uh, either it was jerked out of his hand or he gave it willingly, um, his, his two fish and five loaves. And, um, and it was put in the right hands. God took it, Jesus blessed it, and it began to multiply. And, um, one of the, one of the things we don't always think about, Matthew gives us a little bit more to that picture, uh, that story. Uh, the story actually goes that Jesus uh, broke it, blessed it, and handed it to the disciples to distribute. And they had to keep letting it go, keep letting it go, keep letting it go. But as they did, it kept multiplying. And I said in my uh, first book, Audacious Generosity, had the, the story went, the disciples sat down and ate it, it would have just ended there. Sure. But 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 they were following the audacious instructions of Jesus. When they when he said have everyone sit down in small groups and they just kept distributing it and it said at the very end that once everyone had their fill there were twelve basketfuls left over and that meant the disciples surely got to eat too sure. no one went away hungry everybody was prospered that day everybody was well fed that day and. And so letting it go may look like a loss on earth, but it becomes a multiplication in heaven. And many times it happens on earth. We, uh, we have let a van go before to a missionary family, and now my car is completely paid for, and we're about to pay off my wife's car. Um, and we've, we've had to move out of our house before because of ministry and um, just not having enough income to continue to pay the mortgage. And, and now, um, you know, we're, we're sitting on, uh, just, uh, a gift of, of equity from the Lord that we have, have never had in our whole life, uh, because of the, the, um, gift from God 
over 10 years ago to buy the townhouse. And now the, the um, market has gained so much here in our area. Um, and it, it's really given back years that the locusts had eaten financially in our life. Um, and, and yet during the last 10 years, been to India 50 times, taken a thousand people with me, flown over a million miles, 27 different countries, uh, spoken to thousands of audiences around the world. And it's just, there's no limit to God. What, what is your quick lesson there? Anything God's taught you about letting it go? Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not going to put words in anyone's mouth, but for me personally, uh, that started with me letting go of pride. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I had no, I had no humility. I Mm -hmm. had, I had the world standard of, of finances, of, um, status in life of being a homeowner of, you know, and, and just slowly I, I, it eroded away at me. Um, and slowly it, I, I finally could hear God saying, let go that those things don't matter. Um, and it was my pride that was holding, holding me back from hearing him. And once I, once I, he just pried it right out of my hands because <laughs> mm-hmm. I fought him, um, even to the, even in going to India, I, I specifically remember, um, Charles, it was just him and I. Um, and he kept saying, I want you to go to India with me. And, and I remember telling him, well, let me pray about it. And I knew full well that it meant to me, you know, yeah, yeah I'll pray about it. And then I'll tell you, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you God, what God told me, which was no. Um, but the, the more I let go of pride and the more I wanted to actually hear truth, regardless of what I wanted, um, I still felt the calling to go and I did. And I had no idea what the, what the point was. And I remember the first day standing in a hotel by myself, overlooking this, this city that is uh, just foreign to me. Um, and thinking, okay, here I am, you know, mm-hmm. what's the point? What's mm-hmm. your point? Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't see the specifics to it, but it was at that moment that it was revealed to me. Everything that's happened since mm-hmm. this is the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, there's a, there was a, it, it's the, it's pride. It's, it's starting with the elimination of pride and, mm-hmm. and embracing humility. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because I don't know of any scripture that says, well done, good and faithful servant. You've accumulated great wealth. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say that that wealth is a bad thing, but mm-hmm. certainly it's all his. And, mm-hmm. and he will use that um, if you're willing. Mm-hmm. He will use that right through you. And yeah. he will bless people. I mean, the money that we sent... Um, the moment I, I I didn't even tell Reef that I was going to help him. I made the decision. I received the money, and then I prayed. I blessed it. I I I gave full recognition that it was God's, and I sent it. Mm-hmm. And when he saw that I had sent it, he he video called me, just weeping. Mm. Um, and something, you know, that 
that was that was just flowed right through me mm-hmm. has impacted a whole region. It's not just a reef's life. Mm-hmm. It's not just the orphans, but it's the fact that he can gather without being without being ran off by authorities. Mm-hmm. They can gather in safety, mm-hmm. and and we're not done there. There's mm-hmm. there's more plans that are still in the workings um, that I don't have. I don't have answers for to share here, um, mm-hmm. but I know that it will be revealed and I know that the presence of God and his authority will be undeniable. Well, Matthew, thank you so much for sharing these things. And this is an ongoing conversation and I hope you'll be back on the show uh, a little bit later and you can fill us in on what God has done next there. I look forward to it. And I would love for that to just become a, um, an offering to everyone in the audience that you, Matthew and I are, are, are not special people. Um, and whenever it comes to audacious generosity, what, what God has entrusted to us can certainly, uh, become a blessing to everyone on the planet. And, and it's just a, a matter of three words, open your hands and just let God put in those hands, whatever he wants, uh, I want to be prospered by God now. I used to fight that, Matthew. Uh, I really, I really had a hard time. I was raised to really hate the prosperity gospel, and I kept having a hard time with it. That if Jesus doesn't prosper us, then why, why have Him? Um, and if, and if, if being transitioned from death to life is not prosperity, then what is prosperity? Uh, now I truly know that our Heavenly Father loves to prosper us, but it's not to spoil us. It's it's to it's to be um, uh, equipped to join Him in His work, uh, kingdom work around the world. And you're doing that. And I just praise God for prospering you and using you in India and Pakistan. Uh, what a gift from God that is. God bless you and your wife and and your child, son or daughter. I can't wait to hear more about that. You got a girl name and a boy name picked out? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Matthew, would you just pray blessing over our audience that they would just open their hands up to God in faith the way that the way that God has has given you grace to yes, do that? Absolutely. Thank you. Lord, we thank you so very much for our every opportunity that that we know you carve out before us. We pray that there's a constant pull towards your sovereign way. We know your hand will guide us. We don't know the next step. We don't know what the future holds, but we know your power and your might. Pull us towards humility and all of those in this audience anoint the ground that they walk upon that they will be a a beacon of hope and generosity everywhere they go that that you will flow through them in in every way financially spiritually and even just in in givers of peace Mm -hmm. that all that that they interact with will say what is different about this person And they will have a perfect opportunity to say, it is our Messiah. It is our God that has carved my heart out. Mm -hmm. Thank you for all of the, all of the blessings you've given us and the blessings that, that have flowed through us. I pray especially for 
Kevin here is, is he is obeying and he is putting your words on paper and he is on fire for you. I pray for a head of protection and, and just overwhelming blessings upon him and all those he interacts with. It's his message from you is flowing across the land. Thank you for all things. We love you. We are humbled. We praise your name. Amen. 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 And God bless you, Matthew. Thank you so much. I appreciate all you do for me as a friend. And uh, you're an inspiration and a great, a great source of encouragement. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player. And never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International. All rights reserved. Each week we bring you a message of life, transformation, and prosperity from God. Remembering God's greatest gift is His very own presence made possible through Jesus Christ. Join us again next week for Living the Dream with Kevin White. For Living the Dream with Kevin White.